Aren't you glad that he is for you? Happy Easter. It's Resurrection Sunday. Thank God for Friday because Jesus Christ took our sins upon his shoulders and walked up Golgotha's hill and he died for every one of us. He took my place. He took your place. Welcome this morning. Thank you for being in service with us. Although you're not here, you are here. We feel the presence of the Lord in this house today. I trust that you feel God's presence in your house today, and your house will become the house of God for this Sunday morning. I've never spent an Easter like this. Neither have you. It's a different time and a different day. But aren't you glad that we have technology to be able to reach into the homes of people today and we can all be blessed. We may not all be in a church building today, but we're all in the church today because the church is you. And we're glad to be worshiping with you on this Sunday morning. My prayers are with you. I wished often through the week that I could meet with all of you and talk with you and encourage you and help you during this time. My phone is always open. I miss you very much, Christian Life Church. I'll be so happy when we're able to be back in the house of God together. And we will. And the Lord will help us. But during this time, I encourage you to be in prayer, seek God, study the Word, gather your family around you. I have found that this is a, a very profitable time for families. I look at my own neighborhood and I, I see families together day and night, and this is a different scene. But thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of what God is doing. And I do believe that God is doing some awesome things today. Thank you, praise team. Wonderful job today. These people have been so faithful to show up here and to worship and lead us in worship. If we can't have church in this building, we'll just have church all over the world. So thank you for tuning in today. We love you. God bless you. Aren't you... Aren't you especially glad on this Easter Sunday that we know that we serve a living God? Not a dead God, not a God that is on vacation, not a God that is asleep, but a true and living God. And He is manifesting Himself in these times as never before. So thank you for being here, Jesus, and being alive and on the scene today and being what you are to us, a glorified Christ, a living God. Because he lives, I live and you live. Let me take you to the scriptures very quickly today, and I will not be long. I've never preached an Easter sermon to an empty building, but uh, today will be a little different. But I trust you will just right where you are today, worship and glorify God. I'm going to say some things probably a little different for this Easter because I feel like it is a different time. We know and we believe that Jesus died 
And on the third day, he rose again. I know you believe that. That's why we're celebrating today. This is not about Easter eggs or Easter bunnies. This is about Jesus Christ rising from the dead and becoming a living Christ and a glorified Christ. So let me take you to the Word today in Mark chapter 16. The Scripture says this in the New King James Version. But he said unto them, in verse 6, He said unto them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. Let that stick in your brain today. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Could I, could I talk to you for just a few minutes today on the impact of a risen Savior? The impact of a risen Savior. Many famous people impact our lives from time to time. I know that I have had the privilege of being in the presence of presidents and governors and, and men of renown and people uh, even at times uh, perhaps some great athlete are you've been impressed and impacted by people who have crossed paths in your life and and there's nothing wrong with that we remember the times and the places and they impact us to where we never forget those faces those times the words that were said and so forth but let me talk to you about Jesus because when Jesus shows up he will have a life-changing impact upon your life. Once you had an encounter with Jesus Christ, the risen Savior, he will, he will influence you in a way that you will never be the same again. The scriptures that I read to you today or I read to you from Mark chapter 16 is after the resurrection, how the, the disciples were afraid and and you can only imagine what was happening during that time. Their master, the one that they had followed for three and a half years, was taken and crucified. And he was taken off the cross and buried in a borrowed tomb. And now they were afraid. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know where to go. They were, and I thought this morning when I was reading the Word of the Lord, they were somewhat in the place that we are in America in this very hour. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of people that really don't know where to go and what to do. And this was the case with the disciples. Let me talk to you today about what happened after the resurrection how that Jesus showed up after the resurrection and the impact he had upon those around him. You know, Socrates taught, uh, taught for 40 years, Plato for 50 years, Aristotle for 40 years, and Jesus for only three and a half short years of earthly ministry. Yet the influence of Jesus Christ's ministry is greater than the impact left by the combined 130 years teaching from men who were some of the greatest philosophers at all times. Jesus has influence in our world and in your life and in my life. 
He influences us today just like he did when he rose from the grave. What happens when Jesus shows up in your life? Well, let me tell you, and Brother Rory talked about it just a few minutes ago. In John chapter 20, the Bible said, Then the same day, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst, and he said unto them, Watch this, ladies and gentlemen, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you, as the Father hath sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. That is the New King James Version of John chapter 20, verses 19 through 22. You ought to mark that in your Bible because what is happening here is Jesus just suddenly shows up in a room where the disciples had gathered and locked the door, no doubt, and they were fearful for their own lives. They were afraid of what was about to happen. And when Jesus showed up, in the midst of his disciples, everything became different because he brought peace and he brought assurance to them that everything was going to be okay. Before explaining the difference, let me mention three simple things to you, rules if you may be. Here's what I want, to, want you to understand this Easter Sunday morning. Jesus shows up. When things seem hopeless. Remember, remember the old saying, it's always darkest just before the dawn. Jesus will show up when things are hopeless. Jesus, number two, Jesus shows up because he understands the struggles that you are facing. He knows where you are. And the third thing I want you to understand is this. Jesus shows up because he cares about your need and my need. He knows what we're up against. So when I, when I say those things, I want you to understand that the impact that Jesus is making as a risen Savior here is because he sees the disciples in fear. He knows the anxiety of their heart. He understands where they are. He knows that, that they are struggling with what they are facing. They've lost their leader. They are now in a place where they don't know where to go next. They don't know what to do next. And he shows up because he cares. I read a scripture somewhere that said you can cast all your care upon him because he cares for you. The impact of a risen Savior. He just showed up, ladies and gentlemen. He didn't have to open a door. He didn't have to knock on the door. He just suddenly was there as the glorified Christ. And here he stood in the midst of his disciples and they are looking at him, the risen Christ. And they're saying, "Who? what is this? Who is this? And Jesus just says peace be with you and, and then he said it again peace to you as the father has sent me I am going to send you what impact what impact did, will, will he make when he shows up what 
difference does Christ, the risen Savior, make in our life? When he shows up, he always brings peace because he is the Prince of Peace. He is the personification of peace. I just felt like speaking a little different on this Easter. I, I could talk a lot about Golgotha and about the crown of thorns and about the beaten back and about the blood that was shed. And all of that is important, but I want to talk to you about what happens when you come in contact with a risen Christ, a risen Savior that is victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Here's what happens. He brings peace to you. I speak to somebody on this Easter Sunday morning. You have laid awake at night. Your mind has been cluttered. You have worried yourself sick. You have great fear of what this coronavirus and the things of our world are giving you right now. But let me tell you, Jesus, when he shows up, he will bring peace in your life. He will bring peace to your soul. It was Paul writing to the church at Philippi in Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 and he said, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You want to know what Christ will do? A living Savior, a risen Savior, he will step into your house and he will say peace be to you and it will be as Paul said a peace that passes all understanding. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 said this, above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Everything you do. So what you have to do is you have to get the risen Christ down in here and put your priorities in God. Put your hope in God. All my hope is in Jesus today. He is the Prince of Peace. Let me hurry along. What else happens when you meet a risen Christ? When Jesus shows up, he's going to bring you not only peace, but he's going to bring you a brand new perspective. He's going, the resurrection appearance, Jesus' disciples were confused and they didn't understand and they didn't know what story to believe. There were stories everywhere and rumors everywhere. And, and some had, had said that Jesus was even alive, but they didn't know what to believe. Verse 20 said, he showed them his hands and his side and then then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. That act gave the disciples a whole new perspective. They got a fresh vision of a risen Savior. They knew then that he had conquered death, that he had conquered the grave. They knew he was dead. They watched him die. They knew that he, was, that he had gone to a cross and that he was buried in, in a borrowed tomb. They understood that. They knew that that the Roman guard stood over his grave, over that tomb, and they wanted to be sure nobody stole the body of Jesus. But let me tell you, when he showed them his hands, and he showed them his side, they 
had a fresh perspective of Jesus. The disillusionment left and the feeling of defeat was suddenly gone. And upon seeing Jesus, they realized that death was not the end. Could I preach to you this morning and to those precious people who have lost somebody during this time of great disease and sickness, could I tell you that Death is not the end. Death for a child of God is the beginning of a better life. There is hope beyond the grave. Hallelujah. And this is what Jesus showed his disciples on this day. They got a fresh perspective. Paul wrote it this way. Oh, death, where is thy sting? And oh, grave, where is thy victory? He said, you can't kill you can't kill this Jesus and keep him dead. You can't keep a good man down. You can't keep him in the grave. So when he came out and he showed his disciples that he was alive, their perspective was different. I read a story. I read a story about uh, uh, several years ago, a scholar, a scholar named Harry Rimmer had a friendly discussion with a Muslim teacher in which they compared their face. It was Dr. Rimmer that said, we believe that God has spoken to us in a book, the Bible. And the Muslim teacher replied, we believe God has spoken to us in a book, the Quran." And Rimmer said, we believe that God visited this planet in the person of Jesus Christ. And the Muslim teacher replied, we believe that God revealed himself in the prophet Muhammad. Rimmer then said, he then said, we believe that Jesus Christ died for his people. And the Muslim replied, we believe that Muhammad died for his people. And then Rimmer added this, we believe that Jesus proved his claim by coming back from the grave. And the Muslim teacher replied, we have no record of our prophet after his death. Well, ladies and gentlemen, because of the resurrection, we have a fresh perspective. Our God is alive. Our Christ is risen. Our Savior is impacting our world. He's impacting our lives. He's impacting you and I. Jesus is alive. It was here. It was here in John. John 11, that Jesus said, as Brother Rory quoted to Martha and to Mary, he said, I am the resurrection and the life, and he that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Whosoever lives and believes in me, he said, shall never die. You may, you may go down in a coffin in front of a church or a funeral home or somewhere and they may say the last words over you in death, but if you're a believer and you've been filled with his spirit and baptized in his name and you know Jesus in a personal relationship, ladies and gentlemen, you don't really die because what he did when he came back from the grave, he brought us a fresh 
perspective of a risen Savior. And he said, because I am alive, you can be alive and you don't have to really die. Aren't you glad for that today? The third thing, let me show you very quickly. When Jesus shows up, he gives you a fresh purpose. This risen Christ, this God that made himself flesh and gave himself upon a cross and rose from the dead. Now the transformation that takes place in his disciples is because he brought them fresh purpose. In verse 21, he said, as the Father sent me, I'm going to send you. After Jesus showed up, Hear me closely. After Jesus showed up, he lit a fire under his disciples. He gave them reason to be alive. They went from being weak and vacillating men to being men of God who shook their world. If you go read church history, you will find those disciples became martyrs and they died horrible deaths. Let me tell you, a person will not lay down his life until he has a purpose. I promise you that when Jesus shows up, he's going to give you a fresh purpose. It was in Acts chapter 4 and verse 32, pardon me, that the Bible said all the believers were with were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they shared everything they had with great power. The apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all. That's from the word of God. You can get a new purpose today. When Jesus shows up, the resurrection Jesus shows up he will give you power he will give you power and perspective and purpose he will put you in a place you've never been when he shows up the Holy Spirit will come into your life and will change everything about you the Bible said when he looked at his disciples had said you are going to be endued with power from on high when Jesus shows up and his spirit shows shows up in you, you get a fresh power and a fresh anointing. I urge you on this Easter Sunday to find that risen Savior that will give you fresh power in your life. Jesus is the resurrected Savior and he made an impact when he showed up on the day of Pentecost. The Bible said when the day of Pentecost came, they were together they were in one place. They were with one accord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven like a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. Had cloven tongues like as a fire set upon each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues. The Holy Spirit of God, when he comes because of a resurrected Savior, he puts something in you like you've never had before. The Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost will give you power. The Holy Ghost will give you victory. The Holy Ghost, God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us power and love and a sound mind through the power of the Spirit of God. You couldn't have that without a resurrected Christ. When he comes, he's impacting your world. So on this Easter Sunday morning, I believe he died. I believe he was in 
the tomb for three days. I believe he rose again. But what I really believe is that he did all of that and his final words on Calvary was, it is finished because he knew what a difference he would make in the lives of every individual I'm speaking to today. Pardon my voice, but I want you to hear me one one moment longer on this Easter Sunday morning. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you're up against. I don't know how this has impacted you. This is a different Easter, but I believe God wants to reveal himself as he did to those disciples in that room, shut up by themselves with great fear. He wants to show up at your house today. He wants to say peace to you. He wants to bring your troubled minds in, into his into His place of peace and tranquility instead of fear and trouble on this day. He wants to fix the things that are wrong. The risen Christ, the risen Savior will impact you like nothing has ever impacted you before. I don't know. I don't know who I'm speaking to on this Sunday morning, but here's what I do know. If you've been away from God, you need to come back to him. He'll fix you one more time. If you've never known him, you need to find a place today and meet him in a prayer of repentance. You need to let him fill you with the baptism of his spirit. You need to receive a book of Acts experience. You ought to go seek that today because that is the answer to your problems and your situation. And then you need to go down in the water, in a watery grave, so that you can have your sins washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. He is your Savior. He is a risen Christ, and he wants to fix the things that are wrong with you today, and furthermore, the things that are wrong with our world. Hear me, hear me, hear me. This Easter is not a normal Easter. We're not in a normal world we're celebrating a resurrected Christ, but perhaps we understand today more than ever before why he conquered death and why he conquered the grave and why he was victorious. Aren't you glad you know that Jesus today? <clears throat> I don't think I've ever preached an Easter sermon without referring to a scripture in Romans 8 because Paul said this to those Romans, he said, if the same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in you, it shall also quicken your mortal bodies. There is a spirit that raised up Christ from the dead, and that spirit is God. God is a spirit, John 4, 24. That spirit went into that tomb and resurrected Jesus from the dead. And Paul said, Paul said, if that spirit is in you, if the spirit of God can come in you, it will also give you that resurrection power. On Easter Sunday morning, have you met a Savior that can impact your life? He brings hope. 
He brings victory. He brings power. He brings new perspective. He brings new purpose. He brings the things that you need during this troubled day that we're living in. I hope you know him today. I hope you understand how wonderful he is today. I hope somewhere during this Easter time that you find a place and kneel in prayer and say, thank you, Jesus, because you are the risen Christ that has so impacted my life. Have a happy Easter. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy your family today. Worship God on this day as he deserves your worship. I hope we are back together soon, and I believe we will be. But until then, may the spirit of the risen Savior impact you more than it ever has in your lifetime. May God bless you. I love you all. I hope to see you soon. Have a wonderful day.